Welcome to r slash, a podcast where I read the best posts from across Reddit. Today's subreddit is r slash Tales from Retail, where a customer makes a $10,000 mistake. Our next Reddit post is from Aliapo. Working the register as lead cashier one wonderfully busy day, I had the pleasure of interacting with a rather lovely human being. This guy and his buddies were standing in line, not being too obnoxious, just a little loud. They ended up at my register, dumping their goodies on the counter while complaining about the wait. After thanking them for their patience, I tried to make small talk, but the guy decided to change the tone. He started making rude comments to his friends about the cashiers. I get it, it's not my favorite job, but it pays the bills while I'm in school. So after I'd rung up all of his items, he swiped his car through the machine. As I was hitting the fun sequence of buttons to end this excruciating encounter, he decides he's not done being a jerk. You didn't ask to see my ID for my credit card. It's your job to make sure I'm not using a stolen credit card. He elbows one of his buddies to witness this mockery. Oh, sorry. The system is running at his debit. Did you put in your pen? It's not a debit card. It's a credit card. It's really not that hard. He holds up his card to show me. Look, it even says CID on the back of the card. I don't know about other retail stores, but we had already moved away from checking signatures on the backs of cards against the signature line because by that time the transaction's already gone through. We don't have a definite policy of asking for ID as long as the back of the card is signed. Alright, cool. Can I see your ID? Thank you. You should have done that to begin with. (laughs) He opens his wallet and begins fishing through his wallet looking for his ID. After a moment, a blank look crosses his face. I don't have it. That's okay. I can take another form of payment. I don't have another way to pay. You have to take the card. I'm sorry, sir. Once I've asked for ID, it's store policy that you have to show it. So I know that we have this policy for this process when it comes to buying alcohol. I just went with this logic that the same is true for credit cards. I was pleasantly surprised he didn't throw a fit at this point, but I'd use his own logic against him. After the shuffle of shame from his group of friends, one of them moves forward, swipes his debit card, and pays for the stuff. I thank them for coming in as they hit out the door laughing, but this time, it wasn't at me. Our next Reddit post is from Fuzzy1. So this is an old story for me. Happened back in 2008, when I was a young, intrepid stock person at a big box all-purpose store, including a grocery section. I had a working knowledge of where pretty much everything was in the store because I was all over the place. But the grocery department had its own stock team specifically, so I wasn't as knowledgeable there. Now, two things of note here. I'm of Lebanese descent, and I was working in South Florida at the time. For those that don't know, South Florida has a significant Cuban population, but not so much Middle Eastern folks. I got confused for Cuban all the time because I had a darker skin tone, similar to a lot of Cuban folks. I also speak fluent English, Arabic, and French, but I was born and raised in the Midwest, so my accent gives no indication that I might be of Middle Eastern heritage. On this fine afternoon, I was wheeling an empty tub back to the stockroom after having emptied it out one department over. Walking through the main aisle next to the grocery, I hear an EXCUSE ME! Not rude, but definitely not polite either. I turn to find the Arab equivalent of a Karen. Let's call her Khadija. Khadija is a 30-something looking woman wearing yoga pants and a skin-tight shirt and a really fancy hijab and jewelry, because that makes sense, standing with her husband. I grew up in a predominantly Lebanese community in southeast Michigan, so I definitely know the type. The conversation goes as follows. How can I help you, miss? I'm looking for a specific item, but I can't find it. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm not very familiar with the grocery section, so I'm not sure where that is. 
Let me grab one of my colleagues for you. One moment. I could see one of the other customer service guys in the grocery section, so I radioed him to come over and help her out. He'll be with you shortly, miss. Thank you, but I'm in a hurry. I thought you worked here in New Year's store. I'm really sorry, miss. I don't work in this section, but my colleague is coming right now. Then, Khadijah says to her husband in Arabic, They always get these stupid kids to work in these places, but they don't know how to do their job. This fatso doesn't know his hit from his butt. The husband gave Khadijah a look, probably because he saw my expression turn from my customer service smile to a frown. I had an internal debate about what to do next when her husband spoke. He said in Arabic, Stop talking. I think he understood what you said. Of course he didn't. He's an idiot. He doesn't know his hands from his feet. That's an Arabic idiom that doesn't translate very well to English. I say in Arabic, Actually, I understood every word you said. I don't appreciate being called fat and stupid. An older lady like you should know better than to insult people trying to help you. Worse, you wear your hijab like a hypocrite, pretending to be devout, yet you abuse your perceived social lessers. You should have some respect for yourself. Khadijah looked like she'd been hit by a frickin' truck. Her olive skin turned ghost white, and she sputtered at me. You, you speak Arabic? I say in Arabic, obviously I do. Maybe next time you'll think before you insult people who help you when you think they can't understand you. Khadijah grabbed her husband's arm and dragged him out of the store, completely mortified. I could hear her husband yelling at her in Arabic when he warned her not to be a B-word all the time, especially when she doesn't know who can understand her. I wasn't personally that offended, but I won't deny that it was satisfying to scare some sense into her. And down in the comments, we have a similar story from Donnie's Denier. I've got a funny one. I'm Russian. I was snowboarding solo in Vermont one winter and hopped on a chairlift with a family of skiers, a mom, a dad, and a young teenage son. In Russian, the mom and dad immediately start complaining to each other about being stuck on a lift with a snowboarder, and the entire ride up talking about how they hate snowboarders, and we ruin the mountain, and we ride too fast and all that. I'm just minding my own business laughing to myself under my jacket. As soon as we get to the top in Russian, I said, have a nice ride, guys. Without skipping a beat, the dad replies, still in Russian, you too. Then it clicked for all three of them. The kid starts laughing, and the mom and dad got so quiet and just rode away. Good times. Our next Reddit post is from Han Yolk. This happened a few years ago when I was working at a large upscale beauty supply. They sold wigs, weaves, etc. Our register was a bit old-fashioned, so we had to punch in some items by hand. Usually not a big deal, but definitely left some room for human error. One day, a woman came in and my coworker pressed the wrong button and overcharged her by 10 cents. My coworker instantly realized what happened and refunded her the money and gave her a few free samples. But upon hearing that a refund would take a few days to process, the woman flew into a rage. At this point, I, being the manager, came over and tried to smooth things over. I offered her 10 cents directly from the register, but she refused. She wanted the money in her account immediately. At this point, she was screaming loud enough that the entire store pretty much stopped operating. Every customer in the store was focused on the drama. The customer wouldn't leave, wouldn't take a cash refund, and only wanted a direct deposit of 10 cents in her account immediately. Then, the lady starts screaming about how Chinese people are all thieves. I tell the lady that I was born in Virginia, and she responds by telling me I came in on a boat. At this point, I see no possible peaceful resolution. So, I leave her with the assistant manager and head to the back to call the cops. While I'm in the back, I hear a sudden crashing sound followed by gasps. 
I run back out to the front and see the woman has knocked over an entire cosmetics display, breaking most of the products and damaging the display itself, all while screaming over 10 cents. She was dragged out of the store by the police, and we ended up suing and winning for <laughs> for around $10,000 in damages. OP, what I want to know is, when you guys won the lawsuit, did she pay you immediately right then and there? Or did you guys drive to her address and set her house on fire? Our next Reddit post is from Lady Terrorbird. This happened years ago, but the leaps of logic people make still amazes me. During my stint at a store where everything costs $1, I was just getting ready to leave for the day. I was almost done ringing out the people in my line when a lady walked up with a full cart. She took one look at my line, my coworker's line, and proceeded to the register behind me. A register that had no till, the drawer was clearly open and empty, all lights were turned off, and a closed sign was up. I noticed the lady was starting to put her stuff on the belt and said, Ma'am, that till is closed. She ignores me as she continues to pile her mountain of items on the belt. Ma'am, there's no one to ring you out. That register's closed. She turns to glare at me. It will be open. And then she went back to putting her stuff on the belt. I finished ringing out my customers and called up my manager. My manager came to grab me and we went to the office to count my till out. My manager asked, Is that lady waiting for someone? She wants to be wrung out. Then why is she at a closed till? I told her it was closed, but she won't move. My manager thinks for a moment and then says, She can wait there. I'm not opening another till just for her. So we count out my till, which takes about 10 minutes. We sign the proper paperwork and I head back to grab my stuff. All of this took roughly 10 to 15 minutes. Guess who's still waiting up front, standing at an empty register? The lady gave me a hard glare as I walked out to go enjoy the rest of my day, while she continued to wait for a cashier that was never going to show up. The next time I came back into work, I learned that, apparently, the lady got so fed up with waiting that she left the store with all of her stuff still on the belt. As someone who worked at a grocery store in college, I can confirm that this is exactly something that people do. They just stand at the empty register and then give you attitude when you don't immediately go over to serve them. Just Karens being Karens, I guess. Our next Reddit post is from Press Panda. It's been over a decade since I worked in retail, but reading this sub lately has brought back so many memories, and I thought I would start to share. I worked in a store selling DVDs, CDs, games, vinyl, and a bunch of other entertainment-related stuff. This story took place the day after the launch of the Nintendo Wii. Our store had guaranteed that if you had pre-ordered a Wii by a certain date, then you would get one. If you hadn't pre-ordered, then it was first come, first served for the remaining stock. No one was able to place an order or reserve one after the release day, as we could not guarantee when we could get stock back in. The day after the release, we had just opened, and I was standing by the entrance of the door to greet customers, when this big, angry-looking guy comes charging through the door straight up to me. Do you have any Nintendo Wii's in stock? Hi, I'm sorry, we sold out of the stock we had yesterday. On hearing this, the customer stomped his foot and slammed his shopping bags against his side. I knew at that point that drama was about to unfold. Right, well, I want to pre-order one. I'm sorry, we can no longer take pre-orders as it's now after release day. And we're unable to take orders as we can't guarantee when we'll receive stock back in since the product is in such high demand. That's a lie! What? You are lying to me! I was in here two weeks ago and was told if I pre-ordered, I was guaranteed one on the day of release. At this point, I'm thinking maybe I've misunderstood and he has, in fact, pre-ordered, so I make an attempt at clarifying. 
Oh, are you here to collect a pre-order? Do you have your order slip and receipt? No, I don't have a slip. You should have one for me because I inquired about wanting one weeks ago. Either give me one now or order one for me. My son wants one. That's not how it works, unfortunately. We only pre-order with a deposit. If you haven't paid a deposit, then we don't have a pre-order for you. I can't order you one either as our system won't let us. This is ridiculous. Get me a manager right now as you're obviously incapable of sorting this mess out. I'm not leaving here without the Wii. As angry as this guy already was, he was about to get even angrier as I now had to inform him that I was, in fact, the manager on duty and the only one around. The guy flipped out, pointing his finger in my face, calling me a liar, telling me there's no way some little girl was a manager. Just as I was starting to worry this guy was about to physically assault me, something wonderful happened. I felt something brush over the top of my shoulder from behind, and suddenly the customer's face dropped, and he was being dragged towards the door. Unbeknownst to me, our security guard had just come on shift and was just entering the shop floor when he heard the customer screaming at me. He walked straight up from behind me, grabbed the guy by his neck, and dragged him outside backwards, telling him, You're done. Once outside, the guy stood between me and the security guard, almost foaming at the mouth with rage for a good minute before turning and storming out of sight. Our next Reddit post is from Shenanigan. So, a few years back, I worked for a large retail and grocery company. And like most grocery stores, we have a deli section. I was working the returns desk, which I was still fairly new at, and a customer rolls up with a cart that had two cardboard boxes of half-eaten fried chicken. I don't think I've ever seen that much fried chicken before. Hello, how can I help you? I would like to return this fried chicken. What's wrong with it? I ordered this for a family reunion this past weekend. I took it home to my family, and when we started eating it, it was all burnt and nasty. We weren't satisfied, and I'd like my money back. I'd like to know that she was still wearing her family reunion shirt. She's quoting our fresh food policy, which is a 100% money back guarantee. So I decide to follow through with the return. Although, in my head, I'm thinking why anyone would buy fried chicken from us ever. Of course it was going to be bad. Our deli food is known for being nasty. Anyways, she hands me her receipt and it says that she bought two orders of 75 pieces of chicken, totaling out to about $100. I do the return, give her her money back, and I come around to grab the cart of chicken. It doesn't end there. Later, I'm taking the return items back to the respective stations. Bakery to bakery, frozen to frozen, etc. I roll the chicken cart over to the deli, and the two workers greet me, confused. What's this? One of them asked. Claims, a lady came and returned these. She said they were burnt and nasty. And you took it back? I shrugged. Yeah, it's policy. 100% money back guarantee. At this point, they're now visibly angry. I have a mini freak out and start to doubt myself. Is that the policy? Did I do it wrong? I was still new at returns, so it's possible. I asked. Was I wrong? They tell me no and sigh. They ask what the customer looked like and I describe her to them. They get more angry. One of them says, She came in last weekend to pick up that big order of hers. Took us all day to make it. She comes in and she doesn't have enough money. Told us she didn't know it would be that much. She told us about her family reunion and how much it meant to her. Then she started crying. She only had about 80 bucks on her, so the deli and bakery workers decided to chip in and help her pay for the rest. All three of us looked down at the cart and cardboard boxes filled with half-eaten, nasty chicken. This is why I have trust issues.
That was our slash Tales from Retail. And if you like this content, then be sure to follow my podcast because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day.